Testing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Jim Zorn. Jim Zorn. Zorn, 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 Zorn. This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about Chris Samuels going to the IR, other injuries on the team, Cooley and his surgery. We talk about Jim Zorn replacing Randall L. with Hall as the punt returner. This is much more. Live with Aaron Josh and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 yo. what happened? Yo, yo, yo. Zorn, 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 Zorn. Welcome to episode <laughs> 189, Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast, coming at you live from Cool Mountain, Indiana, Kentucky and its finest. And from the ghetto in Southampton Roads. On a cold and great... Oh, sorry. Hold on. I have that, actually. Episode 100 and Santana Moss. 100 right. and Santana Moss. That's right. You're in South Norfolk. It ain't no shores. Run around and not get shot. <laughs> How many times have we played that on this song? Where everyone rides old rusty bikes, picking up aluminum cans. For the five cents a pound. In the Yo, man, you got any rooms to rent? What? <laughs> Look there, he's stealing your copper pipes in the ghetto. <laughs> your water flows out. <laughs> and it flows out. In the uh, ghetto. Dude, I'll tell you what's looking like the ghetto. I know we're in a bye week this week, but Thank all goodness. the empty seats. I just have to comment again on all the empty seats at FedEx Field last week. Uh Talking about and an empty ghetto. That is they tried to say that there were 89,000 people in attendance at that game. Um, I say, liar. I cry BS on that because before, they barely showed the upper deck, and when the lights are on there, you can't see a lot of the upper deck at the jack, but there are a whole lot of empty seats up top. And I mean a whole lot of them. And I'm not talking about the fourth quarter. Lions. What, Lions. what, is, the what is the total seat yeah. count? No, I, know, I know Danny's been bringing in the folding chairs over the past five years. What, what it's 92,000. I thought it, it, it had been up. It was closer to like 100. I thought uh, it was brought up. in like, like a mess load of folding chairs and, and like beach chairs and, and things like that. Those little stools that you can carry around and also use as canes, they probably gave those to people. Well, they didn't give them to them. They charged them. They didn't them. give them away, dude. They stole them. <laughs> dude, you know what you else? You buy a season ticket worth of those cane things. You know what? went down to Dick's Sporting Goods and picked them up in the off-season for, for cheap and turned around and sold them. You know what they're going to have to do? They're going to have to start doing what they're doing in Jacksonville where they have to, like, cover over some of their seats in order to call it a sellout. Part of the stadium. Although Danny wouldn't do that. He'd be like, I'm not doing that. You can just get it blacked out. You should come to the stadium and pay me more. No, he would. Yeah, he would. And he would just sell them off to one of those third-party dealers or, you know, like they got busted for doing it. But wait, Dude, aren't there 160,000 people on the season ticket waiting list? Surely they could sell all those seats. 
Yeah, they could sell it twice over almost. Yeah. Let's, try, let's try not to bash on the Danny this week. I mean, he's obviously been under uh, a lot of bashing. and, and uh, He's been calls. under such duress. Okay, dude. Well, that about wraps up the podcast. Cause what else are we going to talk <laughs> we'll about? <see> <laughs> Well, dude, uh, there's one thing that we did. We did predict, and we don't do many predictions here at Harry on Football. We don't really believe in it. Um, but we did predict, beyond a shadow of a doubt, and I hope you took this to Vegas, that the Redskins would not win or lose over the past weekend. You can and we were it. correct. Although uh, I guess you could say that uh, the Redskins kind of lost because Chris Samuels did get placed on injured reserve just a couple of days ago. So he is officially done for the season. And Chris Cooley's going to miss his first game ever as a Redskin. We, yeah, we yeah. lost a couple of Chris's. We lost a couple of Chris's. We did. But we gained a Clint. <laughs> yeah, two of the most important people on the team. But we gained Clint, dude. Clint Oldenburg. <laughs> a Clint. Well, that's right. We got ourselves a Clint and an Eddie. <laughs> I'll tell you who he is. He was New England's fifth round pick in 07, and I, I think he's been on five teams, John said. He's been on four or five teams. Um, let's in, see. in two years. Around. He's been on four, four teams in two years. Yeah. <laughs> One for every year he's been in the league. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so that's the deal right now. We know that uh, Samuels is out for the year. Cooley will hopefully be back by the end of the month, but we'll see about that. Um and with Samuels going out, we knew that there was a, a roster spot open up. So, hey, maybe we'll bring Marcus Mason back and sign him to the practice squad because we elevated Eddie Williams, the fullback, who was drafted in the uh, seventh round this year by the Redskins, um, activated him to the active squad, or updated him to the active squad. And, hey, we can bring Marcus Mason back to the practice squad. It'll be great. But, nope, we signed some tackle, which sounds like a good idea, but we signed this tackle that has also played with the Denver Broncos, the St. Louis Rams, the New York Jets, and the New England Patriots. All this year? Nice. Um, that would be since 2007. Gotcha. So this would be, this is his, uh, fifth team that he has, he has signed with. Albeit some of that with the practice squad, but you know, still counts. Dude, we're just trying to fill a hole right now with that. Dude, who are you, John Bon Jovi? <laughs> <laughs> the hey. <laughs> the hey. It's my life, 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 life. John, <laughs> John, cut it out. You're giving Harry all your bad name. <laughs> he already did when he founded oh, the thing. Man, dude. Dude, Seriously, Josh. That was he, horrible. Josh, he already gave it a bad name when he founded it. That's true. John's to blame. Welcome anyway. to Harry Hog Studios. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, the so, uh, jokes are just piling on. So, for the five of you that are still listening, um, let's finish up the uh, injury report. Oh yeah, let's I never see. played the music for it, but no one's listening anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, all right. Uh, rest week, of the bye. Byron. Yeah, it's the bye week. We, we can be more relaxed this week. This is the week where you're supposed to, you know, kick back and relax for a few days. Let the wounds heal. 
um, or in our case, the wallets, you know, fill back up with money. And let's see. This is like one no, week where yeah, we well, haven't we didn't been actually there. go to any games in Washington, so we didn't get uh, beat too badly on the uh, on the money front there. But HB Blades and Byron, don't call me Brian Westbrook, uh, both had knee, I believe, knee surgeries and are expected to miss this weekend. Excellent. And we already know about Chris Kula. That about sums it up. There's a few more like sprained ankles and things like that. Everyone else is expected to play. And Chris Cooley, hopefully, will be back. We'll hopefully be back by the game in Philadelphia at the end of the month. We'll see. Lord willing, but, uh, and the creek don't run. The big thing, of course, we, is, like we said, Samuels is on injured reserve. Eddie Williams, the fullback, has been brought up. I don't know if he'll get any active time, but that's kind of a surprise move. He will. He um, will I guess there weren't any former first-round picks floating around that haven't played in three years available. Dude, they're going to use the equivalent of eight offensive linemen on passing plays. With Eddie Williams being a pass blocker. Yeah, probably. Let me ask a question, John. Can I ask this? Because you you uh, mentioned something before the podcast when we were just talking, and I just thought about this. Um, you were talking about the uh, the UFL, and yeah, the UFL. The game is actually on right now between the New York Sentinels and the Las Vegas Locos uh, live on Versus. Didn't they play last week? I don't week? really care about that. But what, um, <laughs> Their uniforms are flashy. Yeah, I don't care about that either. But my question is this. Uh, when the UFL is finishing up, because they've got a short season, right? So they're finishing this month? This is they're their, finishing on the 25th or 27th of this month. So that leaves like five whole weeks or six weeks of season uh, or, or so in the NFL. And when those UFL players are released, are they eligible to come to the NFL to play? Dude, that's like sure, tw- they're eligible all the time. Dude, that's like twenty offensive linemen hanging out. They're so eligible they, all the time. Yeah, I know they're eligible all the time, but they have jobs right now, and they probably have contracts. So um, I guess what I'm saying is, is in a few weeks, do you feel like there's anybody that we should be looking at in the UFL to perhaps? take the spot that Clint Oldenburg is, is currently filling. <laughs> to fill Clint Oldenburg's spot? That's <laughs> all I can do not to say whole. Um, Here's what I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. Seriously, um, the answer to that is no. I haven't <laughs> seen anyone that's even good enough to make the practice squad in the NFL, really. And there's a number of NFLers and former NFLers that are down there, mostly two- or three- or four-year players. Um, Simeon Rice is playing down there, and you can tell that he is definitely at the twilight of his career. Um, it's kind of like back when the XFL, that joke of a, of a league, came out, and they had that very first game, and Kurt Govea <laughs> was on there for the Las Vegas, what were they called? Outlaws. The, the Outlaws. I'll never forget Las when Vegas I saw Outlaws, Kurt Govea. And they were interviewing all the players, like the camera sweeping around each one. He was all like, Kurt Govea, linebacker, oh, like all of the camera, and it was just like, dude. You haven't played in the NFL in like five years. What are you doing playing in this league? But, dude, they all had names like Stud Horse and stuff like that on the back of their uniforms. Oh, dude, Stud Horse is that dude that's in our, our fantasy football league. Not Horse, Horse. Oh, Stud Horse. You're, dude, you're thinking of he hate He me. hate me. No one will ever forget he hate me. Who went on yeah. to play in the NFL, by the way. His name was something yes, smart or something like that. He played for the Eagles. Yeah. 
Anyway, enough yeah, about that non-Redskin anyway, stuff. Question. Uh, your question. eligible now, but there's really nobody that's worth looking at is what you're saying. Not really, and that's our O-line report this week, by the way. No music to that one either. Dude, don't you think that the NFL scouts have looked at those games? Especially the Redskins? I don't even know those games are on. So I guess maybe they do because they're scouts and they've that's done anything job. better to do this time of year. I don't know. Well, on a Wednesday night, if you have verses, which you probably do and you don't know it, because it's one of those channels you never know about, they're showing the games on Wednesday nights. Well, one of the two. The other's on Saturday nights somewhere. They might be on versus two, but I don't know. Um, they have the game on, and your choice is like either watch that or go to ESPN2 and watch like Louisiana Tech Southwest State University against you know Virginia Wise University or North Carolina at Pembroke University. So what if, if you're going to watch football, which one are you going to watch? Dude, versus that channel that's like wedged right between – Needlepoint Network and or Dude. Garden Today or something Dude. like that. <laughs> we don't get verses anymore. If you have DirecTV and the Sunday Ticket, which I do, and Josh does, you don't get verses anymore because they're in some kind of dispute with DirecTV. However, well, dudes, it looks however, like you're going to have to uh, call up your local satellite provider and say you want your verses. Damn it. No, it's this whole thing where they're in a dispute with, you know, because Comcast is their competitor and they own Versus. But anyway. Well, dude, I believe, yeah, Comcast is uh, own Versus, exactly right. And I do believe you can watch all of the X or UFL games on their website, whatever that is. Well, I was going to point out that. Enough about the UFL, seriously. But I need to point out one more thing. If you do have DirecTV, you can watch the UFL games on HDNet, that, like, DirecTV station that they put them on. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the information's on. Anyway. This is how bad the Redskins are this year. We're like spending many minutes on the UFL. Anyway. Oh, I know this is a good right, point to bring up. Speaking of how bad the Redskins are, and I don't see this on the um, itinerary, but anyway. Um, our good pal uh, David Lee, uh, Esquire, from... Uh, Williamsburg has finally decided, and I'm sure many other lifelong Redskins fans have done the same, to um, not renew his tickets last year. And he wrote an eloquent letter to Dan Snyder. That he also copied to all of the uh, local news stations. And I believe NBC, he, CBS, Fox. And he forwarded NBC, it to us. Washington, D.C. area. And has granted us permission to put it up on our website, which we will. Which we will. And it's a very nice letter, um, basically uh, saying that, you know what, I was thinking about that, and we already kind of dealt, did this the last two years. Um, we should get a group of Harry Hog football listeners to start going to these away games and organize yeah, little trips. Met, he mentions that in the letter. He's like, I'll go cheer for the team in Charlotte. I'll go cheer for them in Philadelphia. I'll go cheer for them anywhere but in Washington. Yeah. I will not spend another red cent at the stadium for tickets. Anything that goes to Dan Snyder, merchandise, anything. So what I was and just, we're just like word. Yeah, that's what we're doing too. So I was just thinking off the top of my head, we should make some little corner of Harry Hog Football a place to, uh, you know, connect with other Skins fans going to games in other cities. There you go. Meet up for some tailgating. Well, Josh, don't we already have something like that? What's that? Uh, 
Josh. I'm here. Stop playing Ragdoll Blaster on your iPhone and pay attention. <laughs> we're breaking up on me. I heard that we're not going. We're going to away games. We're not giving any more money to Dan Snyder. What else did you say? Uh, we said that Josh likes to prance around in a, a little ballerina outfits, but they're not really little because they're on Josh. And his mom's bathing Just seat. Just a sock. Just a sock. Just I only like to prance around in, in one sock. <laughs> And we were talking about how, you know, how the three of us, Harry Hog Football, have spent the last couple of seasons now. We're going to away games to check out the experience at different stadiums around the NFL to see how they compare to the uh, FedEx, quote, experience, which is, you know, hasn't been good before this year. And how David Lee is pretty much saying the same thing. They will not spend money to go to games at home or to the stadium or to buy merchandise or anything else. The boycott, just like we've been talking about. But we'll go support our teams at the away stadiums because at least in Charlotte and Cincinnati. I got that, dude. Well, what do you ask? Well, that's what we talked about. You mentioned something about something on the website is what I heard. And I was like, what? Oh, oh. I was saying maybe we should put make some little corner of our website a place for people to meet up that are going to be going to those away games so they can tailgate or something. Absolutely. You know what? As a matter of fact, we'll... uh that on redskinsbook.com we'll create a group for uh meetups at away games of course you can also follow us on twitter um and respond to uh to our tweets at harry hogg and uh and feel free to uh quote tweet up that way at any of the games that you might go to yeah you can tweet us tweet up you can tweet up you can tweet up whatever that means totally tweet dude that's so tweet anyway here's my other point here um Oh, yeah, moving. What is your point, dude? <laughs> that was my whole point. Oh, I'm losing my voice. Continue amongst yourselves for a second. Continue uh, amongst yourselves. <clears throat> well. Okay, I think I'm back. I'm back now. Anyway. In other news, Aaron, like what? In other news, Aaron has had a cough for like four straight weeks. It might be pneumonia. Pneumonia. But anyway, going forward. Pneumonia. We, have, we do have some new news out of Redskins camp this week. Jim Zorn, 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 says what John has been saying for a couple years now. Uh, D'Angelo Hall will return more punts than Randall L. So he's anybody, anybody, but put Ethan Albright back there for the love of Pete. Someone return punts other than overrated Antoine Randall L. Dude, when, when that one hit off his helmet, I was like, oh my, that's it. Five million a year, folks. Five million a year. Thank you. Yep, D'Angelo Hall, who is making, I think, as much as Randall L, is uh, going to be returning more punts than he, than he did has in the past. They're saying a majority of the punts is what Zorn has coyly told uh, reporters, and he's leaving it at that. Okay, very great. That's awesome. That, that's pretty much all the news there is. Um, and apparently we don't have a very good offensive line. Breaking news there. <laughs> and uh, let me see. What else? Uh, Dan Snyder. What now? Well, do you want to go into the break or do you want to go into this uh, Daniel Snyder kind of impromptu interview that he did yesterday? Well, I was just going to ask you, do we really need a break on this podcast? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Well, then let's go into the uh, break here and we'll... I'll talk to you about Dan Snyder's feelings for the fans on the other side of the break. 
This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. Now in high definition. Only at HarryHogFootball.com and RedskinsBook.com. We're back. And like we were saying before break, Dan Snyder feels bad for the fans. Time is right. I'll let John take this one. John wrote a brilliant article about this over on HarryHogFootball.com that he might want to discuss right here. H-A-R-R-Y-HogFootball.com Apparently Danny Snyder was at a fundraiser, a good fundraiser, the Redskins sponsor in Maryland where they give money to football teams or football fields or something of that nature um, at the high schools up there, which is really cool. And he gave a little impromptu, uh, uh, basically a little impromptu press conference there, kind of like the one that, uh, that Serrano did from that corner of that building somewhere underneath Redskins Park somewhere where he was like underneath the stairwell looking all wild-eyed and pissed off that we talked about last week. Except, uh, the Danny didn't look that way. I've actually watched the video and he goes for about two minutes and 13 seconds. And then he waits a little while as the marching band goes by from that particular high school, and he's like, guys, got to go. And he really didn't answer a damn question. But he did throw out plenty of nice quotes like, uh, we feel frustration and are disappointed for our fans. And we've blown some games that obviously we think we should have won, and it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. Uh, but the best quote on there, and I read this uh, initially from, I think it's, uh, who is it, Jason White? What the heck is that guy's name? The one that does the AP articles. Joseph. Joseph. Yeah, Joseph White. I was like, it's six letters. It's not Jason. Um, he does really good stuff if, you, if you're reading Redskins stuff online. The AP guy is good. But he was talking about how one person asked a question that had two topics in the question, and he was asking about why the Redskins that were suing fans that could no longer pay for their long-term season ticket packages and the banning of all the signs at, at the Jack, officially known as FedEx Field. And what and was his reply, dude? quote was, what's that? What was his reply? His reply was, I feel bad for the fans. I feel sorry for the fans. And we're very, very appreciative of our loyal fan base. We feel just terrible. We're disappointed. We're embarrassed. And we hope to get it going soon. <laughs> Well, then maybe he should listen to the Cialis commercial. It's like the part of the Cialis commercial where they're getting down or something. That was all like, <laughs> hot, like hot to go. Well, he hopes to get it going soon. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so, so to sum up, to, 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 to go back to the beginning of that... Um, the guy asked about the Redskins suing fans who could no longer play for their pay for their season ticket packages and the banning of all the signs at the stadium. And that was his response. I feel bad for the fans. I feel <laughs> sorry for the fans. And we're very, very appreciative of our loyal fan base. We feel just terrible. We're disappointed. We're <laughs> embarrassed. 
and we hope to get it going soon. <laughs> and basically, like in a movie, like the marching band from the high school started going by, so they couldn't really talk much. So he's like chit-chatting about the weather as the band's going by, and he's like, oops, see you, gotta go. Nice. And that's how it went. So nice. I thought it was very interesting how he didn't answer a single thing, and that's basically how all of his answers were. He didn't answer any of the questions. He just kept giving that, we feel bad for the fans. We love our fans. It hurts. We feel frustration and disappointment for our fans. Nice. Yeah. And really, the only thing they're disappointed about for the fans is that we're not coming and spending money at an expense of that stadium. Mm-hmm. Well, and neither is David Lee. If you want to get more thoughts on my thing, go to, Red, go to Redskins book. Well, you can go there, or you can go to harryhogfootball.com and come check out the article we posted. Um, there's Russians involved. I would just like to say this. David, you have to let us know the first time you get a letter from the Redskins ticket office um, saying, we want you back. We'll give you better seats. And, They're going to be like, I want you back. Yeah. It'll probably be like, you know, before the end of this season, they'll get back. We want you back. Probably. They'll probably get one actually next week, and it'll be like, dude, I can't believe you sent me this letter. And they'll be like, oh, they must have crossed in the mail. Damn it, we thought we could get it. <laughs> anyway. Well, with that being said, Tom didn't take the week off this week. And there is a Tom's Trivia, and here it is, Tom's Solid. Trivia. Hey guys, another episode of Tom's Trivia. This one is uh, two two weeks worth of questions because I goofed again last week. Um, we are now in the, in the bye week, and hopefully the uh, turning point in the Redskins season. There's no sign suggesting that will happen, but hopefully it will. Alright, so the questions from the previous week... Um, was in relation to the game against Kansas City, in which we lost and continued a streak of 26 years since we had beaten Kansas City. And the question was, that's the longest streak the Redskins have in terms of years, not games, in years of a losing streak. And so the question is, um, what is the second longest streak? Um, we had a lot of guesses. Uh, some people said San Francisco, but they forgot that we actually crushed them 52 to 17 or something a few years ago. Um... And there are a couple other uh, good ones. The Raiders go back quite a while, but the uh, the longest, the second longest streak is Green Bay. Last time I beat them was in 1988, actually in Milwaukee. Not even uh, they used to play one or two games a year in Milwaukee instead of uh, Green Bay, and uh, we beat them there. I think 20 to 17. So it's been 21 years since we beat Green Bay. Um, uh, Jimmy in um, Washington D.C. got the question right. Congratulations to him. And then the question for this week builds on the, um, the bye week that we have. The bye week's been in existence for about 20 years now, uh, almost 20 years. And the question is, and this is not, <laughs> not for well, but only one time in those 20 years, or 19 years, have the Redskins had a losing record going into the bye week in which they did not have a losing record at the end of the season. So it does not bode well that we're going to be able to turn this around and get to at least 500. But it's happened once. So, when is it? Just repeat the question. When was the only time in the history of the bye week, the existence of the bye week, in which the Redskins went into their bye week with a losing record and finished the season without a losing record? 
Alright, uh, hang in there. Let's hope two weeks of preparation versus six days of preparation for the Falcons will allow the, uh, Redskins to do something this weekend. Um, alright, good luck and have the rest. Okay. Thank you, Tom, for Tom's trivia. Now, is he from the area or is he from the district? I think he's actually from the district. The district. Congratulations, James, on your your Tom's trivia victory. I gotta tell you, it's a pretty uh, heatedly even race for Tom's trivia um, throughout the season so far. We'll see what happens. Excellent, we'll and thanks. Pull it out. Last last year it was so lopsided, man. With uh, David in Michigan. A lot yeah. of people are chiming in on Tom's trivia this year. They, I don't know. If, is tight. People want to win at something because the Redskins are so bad. I don't know if we yeah. mentioned this last week or not, but David in Michigan sent us an email talking about how he was finally back in Michigan and was going to get to watch the Redskins. I don't know what he does for a profession, but he's out of town a lot. But he was actually going to watch the Redskins um, play the uh, Eagles on Monday night. Boy, did he get a treat. So, anyway, congratulations to James in D.C. for his victory on Tom's Trivia this week. Uh, look, effort. Yeah, looking forward, dudes. Um, we got the Atlanta Falcons game uh, coming up on Sunday, 1 o'clock, probably on Fox. And that is in Atlanta, where Jason Campbell, I saw somewhere on a website, said that uh, away games are easier for him right now. Doesn't get booed as much. Well, you know, he's going to be close to home. He's going to the Georgia Dome. Mm-hmm. Near Alabama. No. Against only the, a couple hours from Alabama. The high-powered sure. uh, Matt Ryan. Matty Ice and his Atlanta Falcons. And the Falcons. The Falcons. Right, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, I can guess how it's going to go, but I'm not going to say it because I'm an optimist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, dude, all, the, all I know is that we're going to be watching from our respective locations for from the uh, remote Harry Hawk Studios. Mm-hmm. We're going to be watching the game, cheering on our Redskins, and probably cursing a lot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, got to stick with our team. Ain't no fair weather going on up at here. Maybe they'll pull one out. You never know. If they, if they had no chance of winning, we wouldn't be playing the games every Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hey, man. All right, dudes. One thing I want to do before we uh, close up here, I want to bring something back that uh, Josh has been doing because I found out some interesting information today. So, uh, Aaron, cue up the music and let her rip. All right. Here we go. Where are you? Holding what was mine. (laughs) Holding what was mine. My chaotic funk. (laughs) Is that your? Is that Carlos Rogers singing that? (laughs) Where is that ball? It hit me in the hand. (laughs) 
holding what was mine. <laughs> mom, Campbell singing that about uh, Casey Raybach's chaotic funk. Ooh, stink. All right, dudes. Well, I've got two people to mention for the uh, Where Are They Now this week, the uh, the retro version. We'll bring it back every now and then when something, uh, some new stuff comes to light. Um, I mentioned to uh, Aaron and Josh here that in the UFL game, bringing it back, uh, Ryan Buschetti, or Buschetti, I believe is the way he pronounced it, a former Redskin in the last few years. Um, he was generally the last man cut. He uh, was actually playing on the defensive line of the New York Sentinels of the UFL. Tonight on Versus, he was playing live, and I believe it was his first game, so I think someone else in the NFL cut him. Or he swallowed his pride and said, all right, I'll play in the UFL. I don't know. But the real news going into Redskins history here, a little bit farther into Redskins history, is that the quarterback's coach for the New York Sentinels is none other than former Redskin Jeff Rutledge. Sweet. Really? Dude, I still remember when Jeff Rutledge had that miracle game to keep our Huge perfect record against game. the Lions. Huge comeback. I remember watching that game with my dad and my aunt. We were visiting D.C. and we watched it at the Hard Rock in Washington, D.C. And I remember everyone was like, oh, this game is so over. The Redskins are horrible today. We don't know what's up, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's not over. And it wasn't. And sure enough. That was the biggest comeback in the uh, history of the of the team, I believe. I don't even remember the details. I just remember it being awesome. It was over three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. In like one quarter, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they were losing by well over three touchdowns at halftime, I think. And here comes Rutledge. Cool, cool. They came back to win the game. So Jeff Rutledge and Ryan Buschetti are our – are this week's episode 189's Where Are They Now? Outstanding, John. Nice. Now, what, position is, what position is Ryan Boschetti? Uh, He's, playing? He was playing to, uh, defensive tackle. Really? See, in a, a league like the USL, he's about the biggest fatty fat they got. Interesting. <laughs> the announcer, I believe it was Doug Flutie, I forget who the other, other announcer is, but Doug Flutie was like, yeah, he had some, uh, I believe, some meat to the defensive line for New York because apparently the New York Sentinels are the whipping boys of the UFL right now. They're zero and three, and they were about to go zero and four. Dude, dude, let me ask a question. Speaking of Ryan Boschetti, um, and given Chris Cooley's uh, um, injury and everything, might it be time that we uh, that we call up old uh, Brian Kozlowski? I knew you were going to bring that up, dude. I've been thinking about that all week. It's time, dude. It's November. It's football season. It's time to call the cause, Brian Kozlowski. Come on out of retirement. No, no. Not to the UFL. We're talking the NFL. And that's right. You're going to get the league minimum. Brian Kozlowski, come on back to D.C. Dude, for some reason, I always imagine, like, managing the Burger King. <laughs> I, always imagine, I always imagine he's, like, managing the Burger King somewhere, and, like, he's got his little headset on, and he's, like, managing the guy at the drive-thru, and his phone call gets passed in to him at the Burger King, and he, like, hangs up his Burger King tie and says, I gotta go. I don't know. Nice, I gotta go. Always imagine. NFL yeah. is calling. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of Chris Cooley being out, I think we touched on this last week. Fred Davis 
had a pretty big game as a receiver, not so much as a pass blocker. Yeah, you know, and I have—I I think, like we said last week, there was about one other news outlet out there that mentioned, yeah, he had a bunch of catches and everything, and that was great, but he can't block worth a crap. Mm-hmm. You may run like Hades, but you hit like doo-doo. Anyway, <laughs> does that pretty much wrap it up? You guys got some shout-outs for this week? Um, we got a shout-out to our boy David in uh, Williamsburg. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. And He's the man, by the way, who has uh, sent us the Dallas Bucks flag that travels with us on every road trip. It's been to the Hall of Fame, Cincinnati, and Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll put that up on the website. Yes, sir. Awesome. All right, so that, that about wraps it up. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. I think we're going to record on Monday next week, so the podcast should be up on Tuesday. And, and in the meantime, uh, go to the website, harryhogfootball.com. And how's that spell, John? It's been a while. H-A-R-R-Y, hogfootball.com. That's right. Um, check out the blog. Uh, I'll tell you, John John is quite the uh, John is quite the penmanship. Um, he, uh, he does a really nice job putting some articles up there, which Aaron and I sometimes will chime in on. And a lot of times we will not. Um, so, so check it out at harryhogfootball.com also go to redskinsbook.com get on the only social network solely dedicated to Redskins fans it's absolutely free bypass the uh, the newly created Redskin rules something or another blah 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 that the Redskins are putting out on their own official site um, which pales in comparison it's like blah 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 yeah, you probably can't even post anything negative on their website. They'll take it down. That's right. That's right. Redskinsbook.com. And uh, send us an email, so yeah, so redskinsfan.com. Sorry, uh, redskinsfan oh, yeah. at Send Aaron Wraps it up. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins and if you see a Cowboys fan. Oh. Oh.